I love movies. Gosh, I love movies. I love watching them, and I love making them. Welcome, everybody, to the House Six Movie Podcast, our movie podcast about movies. Today, we are going back to those ancient monoliths of the 2000, known as the Red Box, <laughs> to rent some movies. <laughs> we got Nobody, um, and we got 12 Mighty Orphans. To That's discuss. my opening. Nobody, you're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Okay. On to the well, he was talking about the intros, so on to the real <laughs> intros. We have Jared who just talked and his newest hobby is driving through film shoots. How how's that going, Jared? It was fun, but scary at the same time. <laughs> so a little background info. Jared was here in Albuquerque and they were driving around and he like drove into He's... a film shoot. Oh no. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah, we went through this random neighborhood and um I saw a sign, it was like special event ahead, and I was like, What? I thought so I thought, oh I just read it wrong. And then like I saw like um a boom operator just walking around and I was like, That's weird, and then there's like fifty trailers <laughs> and then fifty people. I was like, Oh my god. Whoops. My bad. Are you guys. gonna be in a movie, Jared? No, we were just in the car and they weren't filming yet, they were just still giving directions. Cool. <laughs> well, what, do you know what they were filming? I have no idea. Man. It was probably that Flaming Hot Cheeto movie. <laughs> True. True. Um, next we have Michael, who now has Nightmares of Newman with a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> I keep, uh, I'm not and a nightmares fan of this fantasies. Man. I normally like this guy and everything. I, man, he's such an awful character in this. I'm going to bop his nose, man. Bop it. To may or may not have a kitten in his shirt. <laughs> That'd be impressive. It's a uh, there aren't any lumps or anything. I don't know. It's, I like cats. <laughs> I like cats. Is how he ends that. <laughs> I don't know. I like cats. Boring. Thomas is still out looking for that kitty cat bracelet, so he's not here today. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. <laughs> so first we got some trailers. Um, let's go to, let's see, Nightmare Alley with the Bradley Cooper and a lot of other stars. What do you guys think of this one? This can easily go either way. <laughs> yeah. Like this this could be a really cool movie or this movie's going to be just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> not sure yet. I don't know what was going on. It That's gave true. me vibes of that movie I watched not too long ago called, ago called uh, Midnight Mid Midnight Meat Train, which was like a Clive Barker adaptation. I don't know. I just gave me those Bradley vibes. Cooper? Yeah, he was the star. Huh. I don't know what they're talking about. Is he like the monster they're talking about during the whole movie? Beats me. Oh. Yeah. It's Bradley Cooper slowly turning into Rocket Raccoon. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Secret, uh, Secret Marvel movie. Um, next, we have an Apple TV uh, movie called Finch with Tom Hanks. He's he he looks like he got lost again, like in yeah. Castaway. So. <laughs> 
What do you guys think of this one? Do you think the robot's name is Wilson? Did he have a name? I can't remember him saying anything. I don't know. I like the robot though. He was a play. I want that robot. You like? I like the robot. robot. Yeah. <laughs> I like the like, robot. The, he's the best part about that whole trailer. I like he, his voice. I like no, his look. His voice? Yeah. It was the worst. It was no. just like it was just like it's in the just... the Clone Wars show whenever they have the Roger Roger robots. Like it, it sounds like they're like telling this story to children. Like the voice acting is for like kids. Like. His delivery was so bad. That robot's delivery was so it robot. Was like for, it was like forced quirkiness you can't so you relate to the robot. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the point, Michael. He is inflecting as a robot. No. It would have been better if he was just straight robot. He's but I, I can't believe you guys. This movie looks horrible. It doesn't look like a good movie. Absolutely. But the robot, no, I like the robot. <laughs> yeah. Well, the robot looks horrible. And I I didn't like the music. It was like Yeah, like, it was weird. It was like child time or something like that like it's <laughs> weird yeah and then tom hanks is like his voice is just like he's talking to babies like alex is saying the robot <laughs> talks like that i get that from tom hanks the, the whole trailer i was trying to figure out who finch was like is finch the dog is finch the robot and then no tom hanks was finch i'm like who tom, cares tom hanks is finch i just <laughs> i i don't connect to tom hanks's performances i almost hey. never do Wow. What about the Toy Story? <laughs> the Toy Story is good. Yes, that's true. Um, and, and, you know, he, I like his movies. Like, I like Castaway, but there's something, there's something about him. Something I don't know what about it is. him. Anyway. I didn't like movie, the dog. This movie looks that? terrible. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. Talk, uh, another Apple TV movie is Tragedy of Macbeth. One of the Cohen brothers, just one of them. This looks awesome. Yeah, it looks cool. It I looks. Hope I hope the whole movie's in that super white like look. Yeah, yeah. It looks like this old Macbeth. Ver- uh, it was like a German Macbeth version that they did on Mystery Science Theater. So that's all I see now. Because <laughs> that it was all like. It was like stark, and there was like no like countryside or anything. It's just like them on a stage, but for some reason that reminds me of that. So, no, they didn't give us much here. It was a really short trailer, so we'll have to see. They uh, uh, maybe it's just because it's an old story, but it gives me Green Knight vibes. So hopefully, hopefully we like it more than we did that one. But we'll see. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, American Underdog is the story of Kurt Warner, played by, uh, what's his name, Shazam? Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. Yeah. Are you guys up for another football inspiration movie? <laughs> <laughs> this trailer looked very clean. Everything was so clean. Was yeah. Like, especially it, after it, the movie we just watched. It's like, everything was so nice. And <laughs> well, in the stadium, it looks super fake. Like. Yeah, super YouTube looking, but <laughs> maybe it was. But should be good though. Look good. Yeah, look good. Look good. And finally, we have Spencer with Kirsten Stewart playing the most famous British lady of all time. <laughs> 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 what do you guys think of this? I was gonna. I was asking Joseph: Is British gonna be mad that uh they're? Yeah. That we have an American playing one of their <laughs> figureheads. 
What a weird decision. I and know. Maybe she just killed the audition so much because honestly, she looks like she's good in this. She movie. looks like she's doing a great job. So who knows? And she looks it's, like her, but it's just I, I, kind of distracting. Yeah, it is very strange. Hopefully her accent isn't awful, but um I I, I gotta be honest, like you say she's the most famous person. Obviously, everyone knows Princess Diane. I don't know a single thing about Princess Diane. I, I know there's no. like a whole controversy or something or a, a scandal or I don't even, I have no idea. I'm well, this movie, probably this died. movie is for you, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I'm with him too. I, I don't really know anything about her. I, she's got to be dead, right? Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know how that happened. I, don't, but... I can't spoil it now. Yeah. Cause... <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it. I found it surprising though because isn't the crown dealing with this in their seasons right now? I'm not caught up, uh, but I'm pretty sure like that's going on right now, or like that's what it dealt with. So it's kind of interesting these fell in the same time, but well, we'll see which one does it better. Um, we're going to go on to the news now. Um, much, but first off, we got Chris Nolan. He is working on his next film, which is a biopic about Oppenheimer. Um, the father of the atomic bomb. And he's going to be doing this for Universal now because he's he, he got all mad at Warner Brothers for their streaming plan. So True. he's now True. with Universal after 19 years with WB. Dang. And How dare you uh, just call him Chris? He is Christopher I, I, Nolan <laughs> to you. I think we're on a nickname basis right now. Um, <laughs> And then Killian, Mar- Killian Murphy is rumored to be playing an important role in it because, of course, it's a Nolan film. So, gotta be there. He's gotta be there. I like to think that Christopher, Christopher, I'm not on nickname basis, but <laughs> um, that he consulted Joe. He's like, I'm thinking about leaving WB. What do you think? <laughs> he may or may not have done that. I won't confirm. Blade Runner 3 is in the works. Oh. Huh. I don't know who's directing or anything like that, but... It's a surprise. Yeah. Because Blade Runner 2 wasn't that great at the box office, but... No, not at all. Had a big cult following, I guess. Like Frank Grillo is... He's going to return for The Purge 6, because I guess he was in one of those Purge movies. So. There are <laughs> six of those movies? There are five of them? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought, the I thought f- that I thought was the, the final yeah, purge. Wasn't that the final purge? Like yeah, they're done. I thought that was like I thought that was like the third one. Oh that's my. the purge forever or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. what's now? The purge afterlife? The forever purge. That is what it's called. Frank <laughs> God, such a bad name. I like that name. Such I gotta a, be honest. I like that. Such a bad name. Good <laughs> lord. It takes place in like heaven where it's like Perfect, but every like six oh, that months would be they have cool. a purge, like, every, and they like... kick people out. To... <laughs> uh, speaking of the immortals, Nicholas Cage says he's never going to retire. So there you go. We can expect a very old Nicholas Cage still acting. Going by. <laughs> Which will kind of be cool. I wonder what it'll be like when he's older. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Gerard Butler says he doesn't watch Ryan Reynolds movies, so 
I'm, I'm with you, Gerard. <laughs> hey, what? dude, you watch Free Guy. I, I watched it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they were asking him that because they were talking about uh, that movie Gerard Butler was in Gamer, I think it was called. Mm. And they were uh, like, kind, of, kind of comparing the two. And he's like, I, I don't know, I've never seen Ryan Reynolds. That movie's mm. terrible. That movie, I, really? I couldn't, I got through like a quarter of that movie and I was like, this sucks. Wow. I mean, someone was defending it online. I guess, I guess they're crazy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> It's a cool idea, but I remember just thinking, this is just terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, Star Wars rumor is Kylo Ren is going to be brought back for his own trilogy, so I guess oh, he'll have to get better because he died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, duh. I forgot about that. <laughs> no, no, Netflix. it's a sorry, Joe, it's a prequel trilogy. Mm. Kylo's upbringing, they're already going back to the prequel. to the dark side, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just a retelling of Darth Vader. We have to find out how, midi- how many midichlorians he has. Yes. How he doesn't have a father. <laughs> no Han Solo. Was. Great at pod racing. Hopefully yeah. pod racing. Yeah. Uh, Netflix. <laughs> Can you imagine him being like, now this is pod racing. <laughs> it's working. It <laughs> is working. Awesome. <laughs> um, Netflix, they're... I'm pretty sure they're done... With their acquisition of all the Roald Dahl uh, material, so all of his stuff now belongs to Netflix, which they're going to make movies and shows and video games with. So, huh. I don't know. Who knows if that'll begin? John <laughs> uh, Bean and Fanky Jensen—they're uh, going to headline the Saint Seiya live action movie, which is called Knights of the Zodiac. So. 80s anime fans get excited. And then finally, uh, Warner Brothers says it's all in on part two of Dune as long as it performs well on HBO Max. So that'll Lord. be cool because... So we got to watch it a bunch to make sure they do it? <laughs> yeah. Just keep uh, watching it. If we, um, like it. If we, if we like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, even if we don't, Alex, we still have to. <laughs> um... This is a rumor, but Marvel um, reportedly removing the men from X Men. So oh, I don't geez. know. What... <laughs> is this going to be the so, X? I the guess. X- so the... <laughs> We're the X crew. <laughs> so the iconic team known for like killing or known for you know appealing to minorities and outcast groups all around is getting their name changed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I, I guess to play Devil's Advocate, I guess it somewhat kind of makes sense. It's an inaccurate title, but you know it's been established for forever. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I we'll see. I mean, Probably. I guess they could call it X Force or X Factor or something like one of the other X books. Huh. But it, I mean, it's referring to human. I think X humans, yeah. mankind, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No idea. I don't know. It's gonna sound weird if they just call it like mutants or something. <laughs> yeah. So me, my mutants. It sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, during a Nintendo Direct, we got a lot of news on the Mario movie, which um, Alex is still doubting. 
but <laughs> it, it is supposed to come out December 21st, 2022. Um, and then we got the cast, which is Chris Pine as Mario, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, uh, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek, and Charles Martinet, the um, current voice of Mario, he's going to do additional voices for the movie. So, what do you guys think of that casting? <laughs> it's going to be bonkers, that's for sure. Like, I think the funniest one is Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, which I've said before. But it's just like, like all of them are weird, but then you're like, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. It's just that and Kung Fu Panda coming out of Bowser's mouth would be pretty funny, they, too. They should have cast Charles Martinet as Mario, and he doesn't yes. really talk much. And then um, Chris Pine as Toad. <laughs> yeah. Chris and instead Pine. of classic Toad, like his little screech, he's just like, hey. <laughs> That'd be creepy. <laughs> is I Mario just... going to swear a lot in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I just don't, maybe Charles Martinet or whatever didn't want to do it. No, like I bet they wanted stars. They probably yeah, just wanted a star, yeah. They want to do their own thing. We'll see, who knows, maybe it'll be great, but I just don't understand, like, you have this guy that's done it for years, just... Let him do it. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. We'll have to see. It's coming out, Alex. It's coming out. Yeah, you, so you say. It's December 21st. That's uh, that's the first day of winter, and you're all going to be feeling all cold without Mario there. So, <laughs> Who did you say Bowser was? Jack, Jack Black. Jack Black. Oh, uh, that's... that's No. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It that's like one of my cool, favorite yeah. ones. <laughs> This is one that sounds so bonkers. You were just gonna have to wait until it happens yeah. to understand yeah. what comes of it. A tenacious D Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's gonna get to December twentieth, and the world's gonna end. Just so Alex true. is right. Yes, <laughs> Alex will end the world. That's true. Anything to prove my point, so this movie doesn't come out. <laughs> If you want to follow us, follow us on Instagram.com at House 6 Movie Podcast. Follow us on Twitter.com at House 6 Movie Pod. Um, subscribe to us on any podcast um, delivery service you are using. And then check out our sister podcast, That's Good Anime, um, which is the one Jared runs. And, but you guys are pretty regular, right? You guys like every other week or something? Yeah, we eat a lot of brand, so we're regular. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> so let's get to the movies. Um, Alex, he has 12 Mighty Orphans for us, so give us those orphans, Alex. All right, I, I will bring you those orphans. Uh, this is essentially a movie that takes place uh, like kind of the latter half of the 1930s. So we're, you know, in pretty big uh depression in america and you've got this orphanage is this this is luke wilson right that plays being yes yes okay yeah i was like surely it's him at first i thought it was mark strong or whatever his name he is. looked like him at first <laughs> at first really? I was like, yeah i totally thought it was him when he had the hat on when he took that off he didn't look like him but uh anyway um anyway he is a football coach that was hired 
to go to this orphanage and try and make something out of nothing. And you've got Newman, who's this terrible guy. He's like, he's like that lady that swings that girl by the pigtails and Matilda, <laughs> just like <laughs> terrible to children. And, um, and so then he has to take, you know, it's, it's every sports story pretty much ever, but yeah, you know, this is based off a true story where it's like, you have to get these kids who hate each other, hate you, hate life and, uh, get them to band together and make something of themselves. And, uh, that's why usually sports stories are kind of, I don't know, just nice. Cause it's, uh, spe- it, it goes, it always is about the sport, but speaking beyond the sport about life and stuff. So anyway, so they pretty much successfully, you know, with pickups here and there, make it to the, uh, state finals. And, uh, that's pretty much the premise of the movie. And I think that's the best recap I've ever done, which is still kind of sad, but, <laughs> um, Yeah. I really like this movie. I uh, I kind of forget how much I like sports movies until I watch them. And usually football movies are the best sports movies. I don't know what it is. Because, um, I mean, remember the Titans is, God, it's just, you can't beat that one. But this one's really good, too. So it's very good. It's uh tugs at the heartstrings a lot. Um, especially, like, whenever that kid's mom shows up to the orphanage. And uh, you, I... I'm still wondering why that even happened. Like maybe they started getting famous. So then they wanted yeah, to capitalize yeah. on that. Yeah, so, I think so. Anyway. <clears throat> um, yeah. Who, I, there was someone else. Who, what's that old guy off of the drunk? Oh, Martin Sheaton. Like yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> I know that name and I can't think of anything he's off of. And I, uh, I, I recognize him. Uncle he's ben? Martin Sheen. <laughs> oh yeah. Uncle Ben. Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that is probably, honestly, what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah. And then, uh, it, that's... I liked it. I'm going to throw it to Jared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have more to say, I'm sure. But Yeah. Um, I don't have much to say either. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, like Alex was saying... Sports movies are usually like inspirational, so you feel good afterwards. Um, and this month takes place in Texas, so it was funny to see all like the towns they play and like just like kill what they killed mineral wells, yeah, <laughs> but everyone does. So, and then, um, I like when they're like getting beat by Amarillo and they're like really down, he's like, all right. They're all like upset. I was like, I turned to Jonah. I was like, that's what Amarillo does to people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I really liked it. Uh, Luke Wilson did a really good job. Martin yeah. Sheen. Um, and the then, kid like, that played like, uh, that mm-hmm. tough kid was really good. Yeah. I thought he was awesome. Artie Brown. He kind of looked like uh, Robert Pattinson to me, but like yeah, beefier. So, anyway. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, oh, what Michael mentioned. Um, Newman was just like a jerk and like terrible character. I'll let him talk about it more, but it's just awful. Um, I wonder how true that is with him. Yeah, yeah. or a lot of this, I guess. But um, not much to say about this movie, honestly. So, yeah. um, I really enjoyed it. I watched it with my family. They enjoyed it. And I'll pass it off to Joseph. 
Okay, well, I really enjoyed it, and I'll pass it off. No, <laughs> um, yeah, like like Alex was saying, this uh, this is a movie that follows kind of the sports movie formula. Like um, the team is pretty much non-existent when he gets there. It kind of it reminds me a lot about uh, Laurie Road, just because it takes place in kind of a dusty Texas town. <laughs> that one was El Paso. Um, but like I was saying, it starts with a team that's non-existent, and then they they're, they suck, they're terrible, and they hate each other. And then they start winning, and they start liking each other. And then something jeopardizes that, and then they um, and then they overcome that whatever that obstacle was, and they you know they they win. Um, and except for this one, they don't actually win at the end, which is kind of kind of different in a sports movie because you almost always see the team win, but um, they actually they lost at the very last second, um, but it was still good. Um, that game was still good, and I guess they couldn't have them win because the coach never actually won a championship, so they couldn't like fake it and say, <laughs> "Oh, this is the season." Like they kind of do a Glory Road. Oh. Um, Glory Road for people that know, he was there for a while before they won the championship. Um, the season before was actually the first season where they had like an all black team. And then the next season they won. So that's how Hollywood kind of, they kind of do that with um, true stories where they kind of, you know, blend in the truthness to make it better. Um, but anyway, so this one, uh, a lot of good acting in this one, um, especially for like the orphans, which mostly unknown actors. I don't know any of them that were in stuff. Um, uh, Luke Wilson was really good. I think this is like his best performance I've ever seen him in. I don't, I don't really know many Luke Wilson movies though, so this was like the one for me that was like a that was good acting. Um, and then we you got like legendary actors like Martin Sheen and Robert Duvall, which I've never seen those two together. I'm sure they have maybe, but that was the first time I saw them. And um, Robert Duvall is not in this at very long at all. He's just like. I don't even know who he was. Do you remember? He was just like, I think he was like a leader of the school district or something like that. And then and he's just like, hi. And he's like, hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, who else? Uh, uh, oh, uh, like they were saying, uh, Wayne Knight, who, who was Newman. We all know him as Newman. He's, he, he's played like scumbag characters before. Like even Jurassic Park, he's like a villain. Yeah, so yeah true. He, Pretty good at that, um, and he was he like you were saying he was awful, but like you believe it was a good performance. I thought um, he was just a scumbag, and you just hated him. But uh, I think the standout was probably like Jared was saying, or someone was saying, the Hardy kid, because um, he really he he really got across the like the anger. Um, that he felt for like his mom abandoning him and like how he just felt like life just like was all against him because uh, basically he saw his father like die right in front of him and um and he felt like his mom like blamed him even though it wasn't his fault and uh, he has how he died? yeah he was like murdered yeah with a shotgun he did yeah. quite, like almost ripped him in like, half, blown in so half. Yeah. yeah but they yeah. don't think they ever said why he was shot. No, yeah. which is kind of cool. Probably just got robbed or something. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 
But he he just has like this chip on his shoulder the whole movie, and you just like really believe his anger, and um, it really comes across on his like facial features, and when he's hitting guys on the um, football field. Uh, it was kind of cool to see like old, really old school football, like yeah. before yeah. face masks and everything. I know a lot about like old school baseball, but for me, I'm not too like versed in old school base football and stuff so this one you learn like this guy and pretty much invented the spread offense so before then um they weren't throwing the ball that much downfield so this is where that came from which is kind of cool and it's kind of cool that started in texas football because like texas football is huge it's like legendary stuff down here um but yeah as for the movie you can't really like no not much to say about like the shit, the cinematography and stuff, the writing, all that stuff seemed fine to me. I can't think of anything or like anything bothered me. Maybe like the Martin Sheen uh, narration. I don't, I don't know if we needed that, but eh, it, it was, a, it didn't like affect the movie overall, though. But that is all I have to say. I think for right now, so I'll throw it to Mike. Yeah, this is a. It's, I mean, it's a difficult movie to talk about because it's like, it is a sports movie which we've seen many times. The formula and everything. One thing I thought they were going to delve more into was like, um, Luke Wilson's character with the war and everything. Like they never really got oh, into that. Yeah. That was just kind of related him to the Hardy character and them having lost and everything. And then also like, there's a lot of like stuff I expected to pay off. Like Hardy Brown being super angry all the time. And everything I expected a big moment for him to like control his anger or something like that. But that didn't really, it just kind of gradually, he stopped being as angry. And then the same thing with the the drunk. I mean, he poured out his drink at the end whenever they started walking yeah. out. I expected more of like a buildup or a more of a consequence of that or him like having some rage, drunken rage or something like that. But there wasn't, a, there wasn't anything that dealt with these like side stories, like his war issues, like his uh, PTSD that he obviously had when he would go on runs or whenever he got flour in his eyes. Like, that's one thing I thought the movie could have added a little bit. Before... Before that scene with the flower in his eyes, did they mention, I mean, I guess since the time period, but did they mention that he was in the war? Yeah, he kind of had a flashback before yeah. then. I didn't, oh, I didn't okay. even notice it until then, I don't think. Maybe I did. Oh, yeah, it was, it was like at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. at the very beginning. Because when the flower hit him, I was like, it's flower. It's just flower. <laughs> it's, chick or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's just flower, and you also have glasses on, which is not flower. <laughs> Yeah, but they did. I thought, I thought it's like just they, a little confusing. I felt like they did a good job afterwards explaining why it's gluten free. <laughs> no, that's not gluten free flour. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, those are the few things I thought the movie could have touched on more to kind of give it a more fresh take. But also, I really enjoyed like. It, I always find it weird in movies like this, like because uh, I mean most of them are true stories, and so seeing like this kind of story at this time that I've never heard before or even had any idea of, like of them giving so much hope, like how he's getting fan mail across all the, the entire country. And people were like the president. I don't know if that was true or not him intervening or whatever, or him being interested or actually listening to the game, or whatever, but seeming how widespread it was, I thought that was a cool thing. Like hearing a story like this, you've no, I had no idea ever happened, but I don't know. It's just, I like, I like whenever they take those turns like that. So I feel like they could have done a little bit more to change it up rather than just being, Hey, like, we're going to play football and play football. Cause like, I, I kind of like that. Cause they didn't really focus a lot on the games in this movie. Cause like, We've seen that before. They did things where, you know, moments where that needed to happen. Like they skipped the entire first quarter of the last game, which I was like, okay, 
I actually honestly thought they were going to skip the whole last game. I thought it was going to be like, yeah. I thought they were going to tell the story, but then they jump. I was like, I'm glad, glad they didn't like do this classic build up thing. I mean, it's cool and, and awesome, but we've seen it a thousand times. So them skipping the second half, I thought was a good, uh, and then that bringing it back to the first scene where it opened up in their locker room and everything. I thought was a good uh, way to take that. But I don't know. It was a really good. It was a really well done movie. I liked I liked dealing with all the characters and everything. Um, I felt like uh, you, Tom Hardy, uh, Tom Hardy, Jesus Lord, uh, Hardy Brown's character <laughs> name confused me. But uh, his his scene, his acting, like you said, Joseph, was amazing. But also that that guy that played CD, I forget what is it, what is yeah. Witter or whatever the heck his name was. Whatever his mom came in, Weedy. like Alex said, Weedy. There you go. <laughs> like his acting, I thought was so strong in that scene. Whenever he's like, yeah. like I'm not going. Like it was, I thought it was so good. And then when he comes back in and just like destroys his bed, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was really good. But I, I, I especially like just like the, the coming together of them all being orphans and like, hey, we're all in this together. And like even the coach, which I didn't, unless I mentioned it before, I didn't catch him an orphan until he said he was an orphan to them. Just like that whole kind of like buying experience, and I don't know. There's it was a lot of cool lessons that each of them had to learn about growing up in this kind of thing. You, you went like this, Jared. I, I have a couple things that I forgot to mention. Um, there was a scene, you know, the kid that um, broke his leg where his like yeah. he had a compound fracture. There, it was weird. They had a scene. Uh, they were playing a game. I don't remember which one. I don't know if it was the last one or not. But they cut to him, and he's like all sweaty, and he looks like he's in pain. Yeah. And I was like, is he getting worse? Like <laughs> I thought he was gonna yeah, die. He, had, he was like, and he had like a thermometer <laughs> yeah. in his mouth. Yeah. Did, did they get infected? Is he? <laughs> Yeah, he probably had a fever. It's probably yeah, there's probably a deleted scene in there somewhere that they (laughs) added to that, but Yeah. But I was like, oh god, is he gonna (laughs) die? Like when they (laughs) and then um oh the coach for um Polycheck, he is like comically just absurd. He's even got like a villain like haircut. <laughs> that's what I was wondering too. I was like, is this like true too? Like, was this guy just the biggest tool in the 1930s? Like... <laughs> yeah, he was, who plays that actor? I've recognized I him. I don't know. It was kind of driving yeah, me crazy. I don't know either. Well, Michael looks that up. Uh, there was another thing I forgot to mention. Because uh, we did really bad this week as far as watching the movies. We finished this movie like 30 minutes before this podcast. So, <laughs> so um, but there's one thing I thought was really funny. The first game that they win. The other coach, the things he was saying were cracking me up. He was like, because <laughs> uh, he was like, he was like, uh, he can hit hard. You're observant. Everyone's got a gift. <laughs> and then, uh, and then whatever they funny. kept, they kept beating him. They kept scoring. And then he was like, why don't we just kill their parents? And then maybe they'll play this way. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, that was one of the best parts. I didn't even catch that. What they were saying. That yeah, because he, yeah, their team's losing. He's like, let's just go kill their parents. And maybe they'll play like this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. The only thing I recognize that guy for from was Shooter with um, okay, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I don't know that, but that's it's another thing I've seen from, but. But yeah, I don't know. This movie was it's a it's a really well done movie. Um, it's probably one I'd recommend to sports fan movies, but not one that I'm be like, hey, you need to go watch this now. It's gonna blow your yeah. mind. But yeah. who was the director? Did he do anything else? I don't know. Probably. He's <laughs> probably done other things. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't I even look it up. up. Director Ty Roberts. He's the director of The Iron Orchard, The Falcon, Thief, Twelve Mighty Orphans. Nothing, yeah, that's nothing big, and that's all I've seen, or that's all that's on there. Interesting, okay. but well done, Ty. 
Well done, Ty. <laughs> yeah. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Good performance. It was, um, like you were saying about um, the the doc who stopped drinking during the movie. Um, I, I was also thinking, like, wow, I, he's going to go with, through withdrawals and we're going to yeah. see him <laughs> be angry and stuff like that. But it, it, um, I was going to save this for my watch list, but I, I, knowing we were watching sports movies, I had to watch Hoosiers again because it's like <laughs> nice. one of the best movies ever. So I did. And they deal with that in uh, Hoosiers because um, the assistant coach, he stops drinking and he goes through withdrawals. They put him in the hospital. He can't even finish the season because he's like that. So it really, I was like you said, it was they they glossed over a lot of stuff in this movie. Yeah. So I'm guessing they could have like went deeper, but maybe they didn't want to go too long in the movie. Um, like uh, uh, another thing was, I didn't even realize there was girls in that school for a long I know. time. I was like, where did they like, come from? <laughs> they were just like on dates. And I'm like, where are these girls? Who are they, they, they find these girls? <laughs> And then all of a sudden, they have like this girl wing of the orphanage, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> did they? Did they ever like get into that guy that always throws up before a game? Did they ever mention like? I don't think so. Is he just ner- super nervous yeah, all the time? Yeah, just nerves. That's another thing. Maybe we could have got into that. Why throwing up? Because <laughs> like nobody ever reacted. They weren't like, "Oh, are you okay?" It was kind of yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah he's yeah, throwing up again." So they just kind of give him a look. Yeah, I think it was just nerves. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, good movie. If you like sports movies, we would recommend this one um, on a nice Saturday afternoon, maybe. So we've done football and baseball, or basketball. basketball. We need a baseball one next time. Yeah, we did basketball? Yeah, we did that Ben Affleck movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. See, I was thinking that when we chose this, I was like, this is only our, out of like, what, almost two years of doing this, like, this is only our second sports movie to watch. <laughs> like, yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> We still haven't done a documentary, so we'll have to do it. Oh, oh, yeah. That'd be, that'd be good. Be. All right, Jared, you want to introduce us to our next movie, so go ahead. Sure. The other movie we watched was Nobody, starring Bob Odenkirk and directed by the hardcore Henry director. I have no idea how to say his name. <laughs> and I watched, like, different YouTubers, like, review the movie just to hear his uh, name. No one mentions it. They're always like, the guy who brought you, Hardcore Henry. <laughs> so I am sorry for you. Sorry to you, sir, because I don't know. Can you but try? This... Yeah, what no, you... I can't. I can't even try. <laughs> it looks I mean... like Ela Nace Hewler, maybe? Oh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that is quite a name. <laughs> that was a pretty good job, though. <laughs> so this movie is about... Um, this former auditor for the government, which is pretty much like the guy that goes in when there are some bad men that you need to take out. So he's well equipped to take them out. But it starts off with him um, and just the uh, the monotony of like suburban living. Uh, he can never get the trash out on time, which I related so to. Which I related to, like in um fort worth i always missed it and i was like dang it (laughs) um but then um and then um so it deals with that and then uh one night there's a break-in in in his house and um he's about to take out 
these two um, invaders, and his son just jumps out on one of them. I was like, whoa, kid. And then um, he's about to take out the other one because he's got the other one. Uh, his son's got the other one suppressed, and he stops. And you don't realize why at first, but the son's like, what the heck, Dad? And um, And so in the first part, he's just dealing with, like, his family just, like, they're pretty brutal to him in the beginning. He, they're like, oh, you should talk to your uncle. He could have done something or something like that. <laughs> and, then, and then even the police officers is like, man, if that was my family, I would have done something. So yeah. he's, he's dealing with that. And then, like, his neighbor, it, it's funny. It's, like, visually making, like, fun of him because everything he has is all sleek and cool. And then he's just, like, this suburban dad. But anyway, um, back to the story. Um, after the invasion, um, it looks like he's just going to go back into his life of suburban living. And then his daughter's like, where's my kitty cat bracelet? And he's like, I'm going to go get that kitty cat bracelet. Stupid. So <laughs> he goes out and looks for the looks for the invaders to find that kitty cat bracelet. And um, he finds it. He finds those invaders, but he doesn't find the bracelet. So on his way back home on a bus ride, there's like these Russian kids, not kids, but like hooligans, and they board the bus, and he just like takes out his frustrations on them, and so that um, escalates into the Russian mob going after him, and then um, so he's back in the game after this. He's like, they just keep bringing me back in, like Keanu would say, yeah, and um. So, like I said, it escalates for escalates to him fighting the Russian mob, and then eventually he takes out like one of the main security for them that watches over their money. And at the end, it's just like, yeah, he's back. He he can't. He actually likes being like a hit or not a hitman, a uh, an auditor. So he's back in the game. Um, I really like this movie. It's John Wick esque, but with the dude from Breaking Bad, so it's like, huh, that's fun. Um, I did a little bit of reading about how he actually had two experiences him up for himself with um, home invasion, and so that's how he got oh. like the idea for this and how he like pitched it, and it eventually um, got made into a movie because he he was like, what would I do if I was actually a bad A? So he kind of pitched this idea and he actually trained for two years to act, do like most of his stunts um because he wanted to do it himself um i don't know it just it was a really it's a really good like action um movie um it was like pretty brutal for an action movie too because sometimes they kind of like tone it down but i felt like this one was good because like one time at one point he like stabs a dude in the leg with a knife and then he kicks it further in and i was just <laughs> yeah. like wow um and then the very the first scene is like him and like getting interrogated or like the cops like questioning him and at first i was like does he just really want tuna right now i was yeah. like <laughs> he's gonna eat it too yeah i was like he's yeah. just gonna dip in and i was like what and then he pulls out a kid and i was like oh <laughs> Um, and then um, his brother-in-law reminded me of Mac from Always Sunny <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> and then, um, 
I liked how his brother was like the Rizza. And like his father was Christopher Lloyd, so he has like this kind of interesting family. Yeah. <laughs> um and then uh the only thing I can remember Oh, I really like how uh, he's always trying to monologue. Like he's always trying to tell his backstory, and they, the bad guys always die before he gets the finish. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, "Dang!" <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other thing I can remember or can remember is um, when he's at the tattoo parlor, and he's like, um, he's talking to those guys. And that one guy recognized or just like looks at his tattoo and he's like, Oh, oh um, no. sorry, thank you for your service. And then he goes behind the door and there's like 80 locks. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, but I don't know. I, I really like it. I think I heard that they're gonna make a sequel or there's one in the works. So it'd be kind of cool to see this expanded. Um but let's see what Alex has to say about this. Okay. Uh I for the most part, totally agree with you. I think it's a very fun movie. Um, I like Bo- Bob Odenkirk a lot. So he, anything he's in, I'll watch. Um, but even just while you were talking about it, the more I think about it, the more the beginning just doesn't make any sense. It's like <laughs> he just doesn't hit them over the head with the golf cur over the head with a golf club. Why? He didn't he, want to unleash the violence. What do you mean, why? <laughs> Explain he why. Saw, yeah, he saw that she was on. Un- her gun was oh, alone, oh, yeah. So he's like, she's yeah, just scared. Gun was alone. And she was just desperate, and he felt bad. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty weak, in my opinion. It's like, just <laughs> get her out of here. They're Alex still... has no mercy. He would just. <laughs> All right, here's the thing: if he just lets them go, and he's like, oh, "I feel bad for you," you, you know, they're going to go rob someone else. So they're going to be hurting other people's lives, and then they, they might had get... a baby. To... They might get killed. <laughs> they might get killed because someone else could have a gun and then their baby has no parents. That's all I care about, guys. I, you know, I know you guys don't care about it, but but, uh, <laughs> but it just it doesn't make any sense. It's like and then like I why why was it I had I had some things I was thinking about what you're talking about, Jared. Now that I'm trying to struggle to think about them, but like, so he's out of the game, and yeah, these people break into his house, and he doesn't want to unleash it for whatever reason. But what is he doing with his life either? Like, I don't, I don't understand it. He's he's like a loser that works a loser job. He's this like superhero government guy. Like, he can't work a better job that like gets him his family like more money. Like, they're even talking about like how <laughs> whenever he says that they want to take that vacation, that his wife's like. Can we afford to do that? And yeah. Like, like, I just I don't understand his character at the beginning of this movie. I what is he doing? He says he he was jealous of that guy that had a family and normal life, so he wanted a family and normal life. Doesn't mean you can't like you know work a job and support your family a little bit better. And then I don't nice house I, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's why that's, did why did fair. why did these ex assassins, these hitmen, these killers they always have gold bricks laying around. They always just have some gold stashed. You got to have that, you know, real, actual, yeah. valuable, when, concrete currency, Jared. I guess. Um, Does the government just give you gold bars if you work for them for a while? I, I mean, you can try order, it. You can order those online. Anniversary. <laughs> have a gold you bar, can, Bobby. 
you can order like gold and silver online. Do you see all those infomercials back in the day, Jerry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about gold bricks, but <laughs> um, yeah, I just think that this is so strange. And like, and so he's supposed to be this kick butt guy that this dude is so afraid of that he'll lock 80 lock door. And yet he's like fighting these guys on this bus and he's barely passing like, mm -hmm. there for a while. So we were watching this movie and I was like, what is happening in this movie? Michael was like, you don't remember the trailer? And I was like, I don't even know if I watched the trailer. Um, and like he, so yeah, he, he's kicking, kind of kicking these guys butt on the bus. And for a while I was like, is this like an invincible type movie where he just, he gets hurt, but it doesn't stop him. And he keeps, I, I was very confused. Um, He's yeah. a little rusty. He it's been yeah. a while. It's been a while. <laughs> I guess that's fair. That was a very fun scene, though. That, that but yeah, the fight, bus fights scene. on bus scenes just need to happen more. We know <laughs> that from Shang Chi. We know that from this movie. They're just very fun. <laughs> um, speed. We know it from Speed. Um, so much fun on Speed. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, there's not much else to say about this movie. I think it's very, it's a very fun movie. Uh, I think Christopher Lloyd was very fun. Like when he's like choking that dude out while yeah. like watching tv <laughs> and uh yeah like jared said i love when they are like dying as he's telling his life story and um i think the bad guy was really fun i like it whenever uh he's talking to those guys and they're like we're just wondering if you know i can't remember what they say like you're taking this seriously or whatever and he just goes over and like murders that guy <laughs> oh yeah brings him over he's <laughs> that was pretty fun you know who that was that was a stakeholder <laughs> <laughs> yeah he owned like three <laughs> percent um yeah i think this movie shot very well too like the clarity on him on that beginning scene was just like some of this movie almost looks fake because it's so clear and uh anyway anyway i don't know what else to say michael you go <laughs> um i had fun with this movie but this movie's so stupid like <laughs> like the whole time saying. I'm like, this movie is just dumb. The, the the whole the whole thing the whole thing starts because he goes after the bracelet. And then he finds the bracelet in the basement and he's like, Oops, basically. Like, I don't know if you guys caught that scene where he finds it. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I went out for nothing and fighting a Russian mob yeah. for nothing. And I, I feel like I feel like the tone that they tried to go for, because it's like it's like they tried to go for a downtrodden guy that wanted to have fun, and they, they hit that at points, and then also they tried to bring in the story where he wanted a family. I'm like, I feel like it would have been way more fun if he was, like, retired, living on his own, doing nothing, and trying to make something of it or whatever, and then he's just like, ah, let's just go back into it or something like that. I don't know. Because, like, it was, this is kind of how it was with uh, Lloyd, uh, Christopher Lloyd, and the other guy, whatever. Not really the other guy, because he had a family and everything, but what else? Uh, you just reminded me of something I was going to say while Jerry was talking, and it's kind of going off what you're saying also. Again, we're supposed to believe that this dude is like this highly competent dude. And like Jared said, he misses the trash for like seven days in a row. How does that happen? I don't understand. It's not that hard of a thing to do. Although I've never had to do it like Jared said. Rusty at everything? Like he just, <laughs> he just quit and then now he's useless? <laughs> I don't understand this movie. Anyway, continue. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's just the whole premise of this movie didn't didn't get me at all like i enjoyed i enjoyed the funny moments i enjoyed like him comedically trying to deal with things like talking to people or whenever he breaks out of the car or whatever um or like whenever he and uh he tries to convince the bad guy that hey uh let's just go our separate ways call this a draw we're done we've done damage on both sides move on 
I like that whole scene. Then he's like, he's like waiting, fingers crossed. Yes, <laughs> like basically like gets to get back into whatever. But I don't know, like the the whole build up to this movie, I'm just like, none of it fit or went well in my opinion at all. <laughs> just like him being this downtrodden guy, and like I think they tried too hard to make him seem like a um a pushover, and like that kind of like oh build up like oh this is gonna pay off. He's gonna be kick butt. Oh oh oh, this whole build up build up build up of hey neighbor mocking you your boss is mocking you your brother-in-law is mocking you your kids mocking you it's like i felt like it was a bit much and not quite done properly but that's not really the point i think he was downtrodden i think he was bored well he was bored but everyone was like acting like they're seemingly better than him like the kid thought yeah and then when they all turned on him he realized like this is stupid and then he wanted back in because he's no one respects him, so he's like, you know what? I'm gonna kick butt again. His yeah. wife won't even make love to him. <laughs> they never even went into that. It's like, what was the point of any of like the whole family scenes? There was really no point to it at all. No point in the side. It's like, <laughs> was she in on who he was before? Because she didn't act. That's she acted what like confused me. And yeah. at the end yeah. of the movie, she acted like she had no idea what was going on. Or like whenever she goes in the basement, she's like, huh. And like, they're like sleeping with pillows in between each other. Like it's very like, strange. Don't touch me. There's there's no no explanation for any and of that. It was very strange because she he's like this is like the old days. So I thought she just like was his medic yeah. or something like that. I thought, like, I thought yeah I thought she was like some me- like medic for his assassin time. Yeah, and I thought they were like kind of like in Black Mono where they just have this constructed family just as a cover. Yeah. I thought that's what it was yeah. going to be, but. But then she acts super surprised later on about she has no idea what's going on, even though she just sewed up his or super glued his stitch wound or stab wound or whatever the she had to do it. I don't know. <laughs> the whole the whole beginning of this movie didn't make any sense. And then I started having fun whenever they got into the action scenes and him going to do stuff and the whole home alone workplace thing. <laughs> yeah. But uh but the bus scene was just it was it was it was good, but it was also super frustrating. Like I, I at first at first I was trying to figure out what his plan was because he gives the bus driver the phone and kicks her off. And then he's like supposedly protecting the girl, but the girl's not really in danger yet. He's like, this girl's going to get home safe tonight. And you're like, <laughs> okay, is she, are they just, they haven't done anything yet. Are they just mocking or laughing or drunk, whatever? They I might know. just get off of the next stop. You don't know, Mr. Bob, calm down, buddy. But no, he's just, they're, they're rushing. He was scared. <laughs> it's, it's super weird that she thanks him. I like, know. Like she was a danger. <laughs> he's just so aggro so quickly for no like this whole movie has no point and no reason to even begin except for like I mean there's just no point to it. Like I don't uh it was so strange. It was such a strange movie. It's such a strange, it's strange get into this yeah. universe of kick buttery and then I don't know. I feel like I feel like they could have led into him this the beginning of the story so much better and have a point to what he's because like John Wick is from the writers. John Wick. John Wick has a point. They kill his dog. He's pissed. He goes back for revenge. They stole a bracelet. He got pissed. Found out the bracelet wasn't stolen. Said, "Oops." Still killed everyone. There's just I don't know. This movie is so dumb. <laughs> I I will say one of one of the scenes I liked a lot is whenever he did like shut the basement like lock door. That that's always fun whenever you have like wait this guy's not who we thought he was and I thought it would actually be. I told Michael, I was like, this movie would actually be really interesting if they did all from the perspective of his son. That would be really So it's fun. like his dad just like starts kicking butt like in the in the fringes of the movie and like he doesn't even know who he is. I thought that could be fun, but 
that 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 reveal is always fun where it's like you guys stay down here i'm gonna it's <laughs> <laughs> fun yeah, all i have in my head is the spike is when she has her full name to unlock the door he like goes up yeah. and gives it but Can i don't know elizabeth cortez exactly nailed it <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, this movie definitely is set up for a sequel. I have no idea what on earth. Is- I mean, I think it did well and people reviewed this well, which why I thought I was going to be higher on this movie than I am. Not that I didn't. I had fun with the movie. It was a fun movie, but I just don't care about the movie at all. Yeah, but, uh, it's turn your brain off kind of movie. The, uh, for sure. the, <laughs> we'll see what the sequel has, because obviously they're like, got to make sure it has a basement. Ba-ba-bum. But or I, then I was also thinking, like, are they going to do like spinoffs with Christopher Lloyd and that other guy who are in a van full of guns or they just transport the guns oh, to the yeah. new house what was i don't i didn't expect a mid-credit scene anyway but i don't know this was a it was an interesting watch i like when christopher lloyd was like three at one time and he's like yeah it happened <laughs> yeah. he's like i don't believe I got it him <laughs> in that hallway <laughs> cool though where he shot the three guys yeah. and with he is, I, I thought his choreography with the uh sniper was actually really cool yeah, like to unscrewing the sniper bar- or the silencer barrel and hitting everything. I don't know. I thought it was really well done, but I don't know. It was it was an interesting movie. Interesting movie that felt like a universe that wasn't explained at all. Yeah, I'm like where where is like who are these characters? Why is Christopher Lloyd like a kick butt old man? Why are they in this weird? I don't know. I don't know. It re- it really felt like they were trying to take Breaking Bad and mix it with John Wick. Yeah, it's like this loser old middle aged guy, and then he's kicked butt. Uh, it's very strange. I don't know. I'll give it to you, Joseph, though. I don't know. Okay. Well, I basically have the same opinion. This is like the action scenes are a blast. And it, like the last kill is so cool when oh, he's yeah. got like that That's shield so awesome. and he like runs at him with the. Glenworth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That also doesn't make any sense, though, because if that blew up, it would smash the shield into his face. And, like, <laughs> oh, so, yeah, super over the top action, which you want from your action. Um, I just think, like you guys were saying, it just leans too heavy into like the John Wick world. Um, I was just reading Wikipedia right now, and they're saying that they want a John Wick crossover with these two <laughs> characters, which oh. would be awesome. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but yeah, super strange in the beginning, where like it's this weird uh, world, like Alex was saying, where like every every guy in this world is super aggro. <laughs> it's just like. Uh, his neighbor, the cops, and everything. He's like, what is this world? This is in our world right now. <laughs> uh, Michael Ironside is his boss, and he's just like, I'm rooting that for you. That was him? Yeah, it doesn't even look oh. like him, huh? It doesn't uh-huh. look like him, but... Uh, like when he gives him the goal, he's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, sold. Sold, <laughs> I'm done, let's go. He's like telling his son, he's like, shut up! Is that a saying? He just like punches the sun <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, the dynamic between him and his wife was super confusing because I, I too thought he, she was totally in on it. Um, but she, then she turns out she's not in it, so it was super weird. Um, it's also weird that there's like Russian mobs in this city, like walking <laughs> around and stuff. It's like, why? why? <laughs> um, I also thought, like, the movie tried as hard as it could not to be John Wick until, like, it just took over. Yeah. And it's like, um, like, the black Russian guy, like, the henchman, I thought he was going to have, like, a bigger role. Like, that he'd become his, like, rival. He, like, dies right away. He's just, like, the car lands on him. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But he, I thought it would be cool, like, if this, if he actually was just like, like you were saying, is more like his uh, character in Breaking Bad, where he's actually just kind of this loser middle-aged guy that just kind of wants this action and just like decides that he's he's going to be a kick-butt killer now. And um, I thought that would have been cooler than the reveal that he was actually like this assassin guy for the CIA or something like that. I don't know yeah. about that because I've seen a couple of movies like this where they start off as like just everyday people and then they train to be like kick-butt dudes. But then you don't believe it the whole time when they're actually kicking butt because they've Kinda only true, done it for yeah. like a year. True. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. Maybe this movie just... I don't, I don't Maybe it just... There was no way, good way to do this, but... Um, uh, I, I like the music in this. I thought the, the music placement was really cool yeah. and stuff. Like, um, all the classic music, they uh, classic songs they use. Like, It's a Wonderful World when he's like torching the house. I thought that was really cool. And then yeah. he, uh, I like how he steals his neighbor's car. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because he has to. Um, uh, you guys pretty much said everything. I just, the action just really good in this um it just totally turns it if you're like craving a john wick action style movie you can pretty much just like fast forward the, the, <laughs> the first third of this movie if you want to and just like start in on it um uh i like the scene where he um he shows up at the bo- the main base and he's just like eating dinner yeah. he's like how dare yeah. you? What are you? You have a lot of nerve just showing up like this. And he's like, yeah. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think of any other cool scenes, but I think you guys took it also. Just a, it's a weird written movie, <laughs> but just awesome action scenes is what I, my takeaway from this is. Um, you guys have anything else there? Uh, I forgot to mention that. Uh... I was probably annoying Michael while watching this movie because the entire movie, I'm like, I think his wife is the lady from Gladiator. And then I was like, no, definitely not her. And then I was like, well, and I just now looked it up and it is her. She looks very different, but it was enough, I guess, still there. That's it. That's okay. Um, it's just, I just thought of something, but I. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was looking at Wikipedia too, and there is—they're—they're they're working on a sequel. They're writing a sequel right now, so mm-hmm. we will see it. Um, this kind of—the re- end of this movie kind of remind me of that uh, the Bruce Willis movie Red. If you guys have 100%, seen that one, yes. Yeah, it's, all I can it's like. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fun to see Christopher Lloyd again because yeah. I haven't seen him in like a long time. Um, I think it was in Community, wasn't he? Which I never saw, but the show. So yeah. Was he in that? He was in something. He was in some show. Was uh, he, was he in that like special episode of Psych where they did like Clue? Yeah, yeah. That's like I feel like that's the last thing I've seen. Last him. thing, yeah. So it was cool seeing him again. Um, yeah. the, the, his action scenes were a little unbelievable because the poor guy could barely move. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, why don't you? Why don't the henchman just like roll or something and yeah. <laughs> just get out of his line of sight? I, it it would have been more fun if they played into that where he's like going around on a wheelchair or something shooting yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of fun kills in this movie. Um, 
I think that's all we got for this one. So we're going to go to our watch list. Um, who wants to start? I have... Me and Jared probably have a lot of the same movies on our watch list. So if you guys want to go first and then we can go... Yeah. Okay. I think I only Sounds have good. one, right? We have you want two. two. Um... I'll let you start with the one because that was one I suggest- I wanted you to watch. So true, because uh, I I asked out like three podcasts ago. I think I said I would do the thing that Alex does, where he would where or where people would recommend me, and then I never watched Alex's movies because they were never on anything. But then he finally decided for me to watch <gasps> the secret. What what secret life secret of Walter life Mitty? Of Walter Mitty. Yeah, secret oh. life of Walter Mitty with um. You've never seen that before. Never have. What the heck was this huh. thing? Why am I drawing blank? Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. That's Steve Buscemi's name in my head. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is, I mean, I always knew I'd like this movie. I just never ended up watching it, but it was on Hulu. And then I was like, yeah, I watched that one. So yeah, we watched it last week sometime, but it was a great movie. About uh, him, you know, the guy who's afraid to do everything, or afraid to do anything, and then ends up doing everything in like the span of a time trying to find one picture that uh, his boss sent him. <laughs> 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 like, the whole premise of the movie is like, his boss sends him uh, they're they're closing down life magazine gonna do one more printing his boss sends him all the ones here. I, want, I want number 25 of these pictures to be the cover of the magazine 25 is missing he's like it's where i put it he's like i forget what the what he says he puts it in he's like i put it where it wallet, counts or something. yeah he, i know that but he was like i put oh. it where it counts or something like that or somewhere meaningful or whatever uh, he's like yeah. i thought it was cute it's freaking sean penny yeah. like, i thought it was cute he put it in the wallet that he gave him <laughs> <laughs> what the heck man but it was, it was a super super enjoyable movie super enjoyable movie um yeah that's about all i have to say but it was great super fun i always watch that oh good no no you please please i always watch that with jonah like when we're on a road trip nice it's like that movie it's like yeah. let's do things jonah <laughs> let's go to a volcano <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I wanted Michael to watch this just because it, it's, it's kind of screams like it's a Michael movie. Um, but after watching it the second time, I do think that it's not quite as good as I remembered it being. It's I think it's silly. really good. I think it's really good, but I think the biggest problem is the pacing. It kind of meanders in the middle, like when he gets on that boat with those guys, and it feels like it kind of loses its, you know, he finally decides to go and actually do things, and then it kind of slows down, but... But it's not bad. I think it's just a little odd. The biggest overall, question it's... is, why on earth did he imagine himself as Benjamin Button? That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All of them are kind of like, okay, I see where you're getting your ideas from this. But then like one is like him growing old or younger at, with her on a porch and he's tiny. And I was like, why? Well, <laughs> well no, I think that... I think that everything in the movie is pointing to him. He's a daydreamer. Like he, I, well, yeah, and, duh, but, yeah, no, but, why is he daydreaming? About, but all the other no, ones, make, me, all the other ones make I sense. I don't think that movie was like that close together. The two movies were they? I don't think so. I have no, no idea. I I think that he he's a daydreamer, but also he loves movies, and everything that he envisions is what he would do if he was in a movie. So he's like jumping through windows, you know, and a lot of it is oh, action. True. So yeah. that stuff that, that the Benjamin Button scene kind of sticks out like a sore thumb because it's not quite like that. But even scenes like whenever uh They're she's singing the guitar at Huh? They're five years apart. Yeah, uh, so that that'd be a really late reference, but <laughs> yeah. But uh even that scene where she's she's playing the guitar in that bar for him, and it, it, it I think he's just he's referencing movies because those are the 
only thing that the only kind of like references of excitement in his life, I think that he has. So I remember him ever he, being like, I love movies. Yeah, it's true. I don't, remember. I don't either, <laughs> but, but just, it just kind of, he kind of has that vibe of like someone who doesn't live life. Yeah. But they all, life. they all make sense though, except for the Benjamin Button one. Like it makes sense for her to be encouraging him to go on the helicopter. It's a push yeah. he needs to get on. Whenever he imagines himself saving someone in a public sp- space, that makes sense. Cause he'd be like he'd be the attention, he'd be like the hero of the moment, but him growing old as Benjamin Button. Here, why? <laughs> like, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I think it's because he wants to grow old with someone and he likes this girl. And again, he only can reference movies. So he's referencing. They never mentioned him referencing movies. But he clearly does throughout the whole movie. That's all he's he does. He's like, what would I do in this situation? He's just, it's, a, it's just a daydreaming. It's not movies. Like, <laughs> what would I do if I was Chris Pratt in this moment? No, he's just like. This is grasping a little bit. <laughs> well, I, I am a little bit, but clearly, like, when he leaps through the window and shatters, and like, he's clearly referencing, like, in his mind, like, movie, action movies he just and stuff. Wants to be the hero there. Like, you're, you're so, you're extreme. so narrow minded. He was. Right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's a good movie. My I'm gonna move on movie. to the next movie we watched. <laughs> um, speaking of which, I didn't watch Joe's movie. I I, I forgot um, that he wanted me to watch. But uh, we we had our friend over and we watched Onward again. Um, so <laughs> I wasn't gonna count that one, but I really wanted uh him to see it. I really want everyone to see this movie. But uh. Again, it's like the fifth time I've seen it, and it just gets better and better. I catch more things. It's just, it's a phenomenal movie. Everyone should watch it. Best Pixar, hands down. So, I feel like that. Was there anything I caught this time? Oh, there was one thing that we were talking about after we finished it, where there's one thing I, I, one main thing I wish they would have changed, where like after, after he like kills the dragon thing at the end, and like his dad is you know over there talking to his brother. And uh, it's just, a, it's a slight nitpicky thing, but the dragon explodes and all these rocks come and fly towards him. And they just kind of like luckily land all around him. And what I really wish they had done is have him like perform like a weird dome spell or something that blocks it all. And then like he uses that all of his energy and then he like, it shatters and then the rocks fall around him. It's a very slight nitpicky thing. It's just a little bit lucky, but it kind of would have also shown. Lucky how that he's he's capable now as like a wizard or whatever and and then it would have made sense that it would have all been surrounding him to where he had to look peer through so just like a picky thing but it's so good it's such a good movie i i'm just blown away every time i watch it i at this point i think it's almost safe to say this in my top 10 like i love this movie so good uh yeah whatever whoever wants to go first to you guys i know you guys watch a lot of the same stuff yeah how many do you have joseph I have one, two, three, four, five, six. No, five. I already talked about losers. I can talk about it again. (laughs) Well, go with yours. (laughs) You want me to go? Yeah, you can go first. Okay, so I uh, I'm watching currently watching that mini series on HBO Max, um, scenes from a marriage, um, which is. Oscar Isaacs and uh, Jessica Chastain. So I was thinking, uh, maybe I should finally watch uh, Marriage Story on Netflix because everyone watched that. It's a weird movie. Um, it's like the beginning is like super, like I don't know, comic-y. Like it wants to be like really funny for some reason. Uh, they start off a documentary style uh, where it's like, oh, maybe this is gonna be the whole movie, but they kind of stop with that. 
And I just, it's been a while since I watched it. I watched it like last week, but I just remember it, the, the tone was kind of weird. Uh, definitely because I'm watching that other miniseries, which is like super like serious all the time, super like dark. But this one, it, it does have the lighter moments, which I think is fine for a movie like this. Because um, what I think this movie does the best is just get across how crazy divorce is, like, and how, like, it makes people, like, angry at each other, angrier at each other than that they probably should be. Like, in the beginning, they want to do everything without a lawyer. You know, they kind of feel like um, we've grown apart, but we still like each other so we can do this peacefully. But then, like, lawyers get involved and it kind of just, like, like, it makes Scarlett Johansson's character look kind of mean. Um, the things she does, but it's totally like the lawyer feeding it into her and stuff like that. So I think it does a good job at just how messy divorces get. Um, and I love the scenes like where they just monologue, like with her when she meets the lawyer. And then like every time they're talking to the lawyers, I think is a great scene. Um, like Ray Liotta, when he, he's talking to him, I, I love that part when he's just like explaining all the stuff. He's like, I can't afford you, but he just like keeps going on and not about what's going to happen. And he like, he's totally right about what happens. Um, and he has to end up hiring him anyway. Um, and then the other lawyer is funny too. The older guy he just treats him like his son. <laughs> and like, so there's just like weird parts of like that where it's just like super weird. And the kid, man, the kid, I know he's going through the divorce too, and that's hard on kids, but that kid, man, is the worst. He's <laughs> such a brat. I I just like the whole time I'm just thinking, Adam Driver, just go make a new kid. You deserve so much better than this kid. <laughs> I, I, you get you two, you two Ariano bros are so harsh on kids in movies. Like, <laughs> I don't actually remember this kid. This I don't remember this. Yeah, kid I don't movie. remember the yeah, kid in it at all. I remember him a little bit when he's like, play, let's play, whatever. But that's all I remember. Is like, yeah, he just oh, he bugged the heck out of me. But <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, the, it's just it, the tones was just weird. And um, because I'm thinking like that part. When that lady comes to like observe him, and that lady's so weird, she's just it's like, very weird. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Are you okay?" He like slices his arm open, and he's he's like, "I'm fine, I'm fine." <laughs> <laughs> and he just ends up laying on the kitchen floor at the end. <laughs> was he, does he like pass out? Yeah, on the kitchen yeah. floor. <laughs> he's just like, uh, great performances. Uh, Adam Driver, you really get across that he really loves his son, even though his son is. Just so awful, but <laughs> but I thought it was good. Um, yeah, so uh, watch that one, and then me and Jared and Jonah, or Jared and Jonah were visiting me, so we watched a couple movies together. So uh, feel free to jump in on these ones, Jared. Uh, we watched Chaos Walking, which was surprisingly pretty good. Um, I, I did not expect it, even though Michael said it was good too. So um, you believe that? <laughs> didn't believe me. Um, you thought it was good. You and me? Yeah. I thought it was fun. It was like better than it than I expected it to be. I don't think it was like really? a great sci-fi movie, but I thought it was cool. Um the CG at some parts wasn't that great. Um but you know, it's a pandemic movie, so maybe you... and then it I also expected it to be bad because just the production of this um 
it went on forever. It took them forever to release this movie, really? so I thought it would be just like terrible. But I thought um, Tom Holland and um, Daisy Ryder, they had a real good um, like back and forth during this movie, and it was kind of funny. Um, Tom Holland's character is funny because he's he's like super nervous about being around this girl, so he's constantly trying to think of other stuff that he doesn't want to say, and then. He's super nervous, but then he gets like naked right in front of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're nervous about that, but you can get you can get naked in front of it. Um, this movie, uh, Jonah pointed out, this movie hates animals. Like the horse, just like a horse just flies down a cliff, <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and then they murder a puppy or a, not a puppy, but it's a true. dog. That's sad. Right in front. Of yeah. So movie didn't like animals, but. It, 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 was, it was surprising that it wasn't as bad as I thought. So, uh, what do you think, Jared? Uh, I thought this movie was like really stupid. <laughs> um, I thought it was incredibly stupid. Um, this is like a modern like riff track movie they would do. Like it is dumb. <laughs> and then Michael, I was confused because he said, um, "What is that actor's name?" Um, Mads. Mads, Mads was cool. He's like a horse pimp. <laughs> he looked terrible. He didn't look cool at all. <laughs> um, I, gotta, I gotta watch this movie now. I gotta be the final judge. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just and it never kept my attention that that much. Like I was never invested. And I just had more fun watching it with Joseph and Jonah and kind of making fun of it more than anything. But yeah, I didn't really like it that much. Okay. And then the next one we watched was Eddie the Eagle of Hugh Jackman is in this movie. <laughs> and went, how do you say the guy's name? I always forget how to say his name. Um, he played Elton John. Yeah, Taron Egerton. Yeah, okay. So, so this is sorry. This movie's fun, too. Um, it's, it takes place in the 80s during like the same time as the Cool Runnings Olympic team. Um so this guy, he's a British guy, and he really wants to be in the Olympics, but everyone's saying, like, give it up, you're too small, you're not, you know, you're not good enough for the Olympics. So he finds out that the Britons um, haven't had a ski jumper in, like, since 1921, so he's like, yeah, I'm going to do ski jumping as my sport. That's the one way I can get into the Olympics. So, oh, um, I remember this trailer. That's right. Yeah, so... Um, he he goes to Germany because it's so weird. I don't know what part of England they were taking. This was taking place, but they had like no snow. It's like summer the whole time, <laughs> and they're like skiing on this carpet stuff. It's it's like weird. So he goes to Germany where they have an actual jump, an actual snow, um, and he trains there. And he meets Hugh Jackman, who's an American. He's like you find out he was an American ski jumper. Party the same character as John Candy in Cool Runnings. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's so it's it has a lot of stuff that's like Cool Runnings Cool Runnings. So if you like that, you'll like this. But um it's super 80s at time, like this the windbreaker he wears and stuff like that. So it's kind of funny watching them. Um and, and there's a lot of funny stuff in this. Um what do you think, Jared? I thought this was like this movie just super like in like um enjoyable and like lighthearted like i don't know it's just um it's just like heart like it's like a cozy movie it's just like nothing is like too intense nothing is too like violent or stuff it's i don't know it's just really like like i don't know how to describe it like cozy 
and it's just it's a really enjoyable watch. Um, I thought uh, Hugh Jackman did a good job. He did yell once. He did yell once. So he and was, a weird part though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like doesn't even make sense. He just has to get that was patented a, yell was in there. The sexy part. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> Excuse me. I have to um, watch this movie real quick. And then the main dude, he did a really good job. I don't know. It's just a really fun movie. Fun, like cute movie. Yeah. Cute. That's good. Yeah. Good word for a cute movie. Um. And then and then we went to the movies, uh, movie theater, and we watched Jungle Cruise. Um. With the rocket and Emily Blunt. This movie is exactly what you would think it is. It's kind of a mixture of uh, the first Pirates movie and The Mummy. Um, so it's cool. It's 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 a lot of fun. Um, it doesn't do anything like groundbreaking or anything like that. But um, The Rock, I think The Rock's really funny in this movie because he's 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 like doing all these puns and stuff like that. And so nice. Yeah, that was sense, nice. Yeah. Um, Jerry, what did you think? I I'm gonna throw this to you. Okay. Um, yeah, this was a. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, like Joseph was saying, it was it was a mixture of those two movies. Like you could tell by the trailer, and it really felt like when you first go watch Pirates, like the first one, it's just like like an adventure. And now you kind of think, oh, there's gonna be like five of these because it like it's just like Pirates are like, oh, there's gonna be sequels. Um, mm-hmm. and even like like the bad guys, like there's two bad guys. One of the bad guys is very pirates esque, where they're like just like ghost zombie kind of creatures from the like the jungle. Yeah, yeah, the jungle. They're um, like the sea creatures, but they're made of jungle stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I really enjoyed the rock in this movie. Like Joseph said, he was just making puns, and they were cracking me up. I was like, man, they're like good puns too. They're like well crafted puns. Nice. You don't, um, even, you don't even like puns very much, right? Now that I'm older, I like them a lot more. Oh man, like, that's fun. Good. <laughs> um, like, there's not really much like negatives to it either, but it's not like extraordinary. It's just yeah, it's just fun. Is but I like, enjoyed it. Is it like people said how that it was a little more for kids, or is that incorrect? Uh. Yeah, compared to like the mummy in Pirates, I'd say it's a little more on the kiddish end, but not too yeah. much. It's just the movie try to get all audiences there. Yeah, and yeah, I could see how it'd be a little more for kids. Well, that's good because the mummy always scared me. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then next, uh, I watched some movies by myself. Um, the first one was uh, Cry Macho with uh, Clint Eastwood. Um, it It's very like a Western movie. So it's like um, this guy, he's a, he was a horse trainer. He, he's like, getting, he's older and now and the, um, he gets fired. So this other guy comes and he like, you owe me. Um, you owe me. So I'm going to, I send you to Mexico to get my son. Um, so Clinton, so it's like, okay. <laughs> and then he, um, he goes, so he goes to Mexico. Um, turns out the parents aren't that great. Like his mom is like crazy. She, it's like, she like, she almost, she's, he, she almost like deals them off to perverts and stuff like that. Oh. So um, Clinton, so it's like, yeah, we got to get you out of here. So, 
Um, and of course, they don't like each other at first. Um, but it's not like it's not like too bad. The, the kid's more just untrusting because um, he doesn't really have any. And um, I think he bonds with Clint, Clint Eastwood because he's like a cowboy of old. So that was that's kind of like kind of like just a call back to himself because like if we think about cowboys, we think about Clint Eastwood in those movies. So this movie has like a lot to say about like kind of um, kind of like the fake macho-ness of the old cowboys that we think of stuff like that. Um, so uh, the, he he takes this kid, and then they end up in this town because they can't get out of Mexico right away. So they kind of like establish themselves in this town, and so that's kind of like the old western you think about. There's always like a little town involved, and it's it's very much like that. Um, it was pretty good. I, Clint Eastwood is a good director. Um, I don't know if any of these movies are like over the top great, but they're always like decent. They're always good. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. Um, and then the next one I watched is called... I actually did watch another one that I forgot about, so I won't talk about Hoosiers, but Hoosiers is still great. One of the best movies of all time. <laughs> I, you bringing that up earlier, I, I'm like, I watched that movie forever ago. I mean, it's probably been like 15, 20 years now. And I don't remember it. And it's just like, I remember, I feel like I remember watching that movie and being like, okay, it's a good basketball that movie. All right. He's like, I'm looking for a hot doggo. No, that's no. Glory Road. That's Glory Road. Oh, okay. <laughs> I those two up. Hoosiers is much older than that. Um, but like, it's just like, man, I got to watch this movie again. If Joe, I, Joe acts like this is like second coming of Christ with this movie. And it's like, <laughs> this makes me smile every time. I just like feel pumped up when I see this movie. But um, uh, the next movie I watched was Irresistible. Um, this came out last year. It stars um, Steve Carell, um, and it was directed by Jon Stewart. It's a political satire. Um, so it's about this democratic, he's like a strategic um, uh, planner for the Democratic Party, and he's like totally embarrassed when Trump wins. So, so he's like <laughs> trying to figure out what to do next, because um, that like totally confused everyone when that happened. So um, this movie delves into that. So he like basically he goes to Wisconsin and he finds this guy that that would be a Republican candidate like everywhere else. And he like convinces him to become a Democrat. So um, this movie was like it almost lost me um, for like the whole uh, two thirds of it. And then it just like flips and it's like amazing. And it has like <laughs> It has, like, one of the best, like, um, twist endings I've ever seen. Like, one of the most cleverest endings I've ever seen. So, um, and it, it is a little left-leaning, but it does make fun of both sides. So that's what, um, that's good. Because you hate when it just, like, they just pile on one side yeah, and not the other. Yeah. But this one totally, like, it this makes fun of the right and the left and the media, which I really enjoy because it makes the media look so stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, and it just makes like politics just look like super dumb and super st uh, stupid, like the the way people get elected. And I thought it was really cool. So it it was so weird. It's just like losing it. I don't really want to like finish this movie. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, so, this is great. This was <laughs> this was cool. Um, so yeah, so that was interesting. Do you think? Um, that 
Do you think that ending made the first two thirds better? Or you just think that ending is just so good that it's worth watching for the two first two thirds? Yeah, I think it does make it better because you kind of see like what was going on. Hmm. So yeah, um, I want to give it away. So yeah, I won't. But it's just like it was a clever twist ending. Like I, I was, I was really not expecting what they did at the end. So hmm. um, I, that's all I have for this week. Uh, Jared, do you have more? Yeah, uh, so I watched a few movies by myself. Um, the first movie I watched was Malignant, that new uh, horror movie by John. What is the director? Um, he does like Insidious and stuff like that. Saw. Um, oh yeah. And so um, I wasn't planning on watching this because it looks like just one of his movies. But then I saw a review on it and it, how they said it's more like his take on like a a B movie, B horror movie nowadays. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of intrigued me. So I, I watched it. And um, they're right. It's a lot better than it looks. Like, the trailer is terrible. Yeah, the trailer, it looked like it. trailer just looks like Insidious or something like that. Real, like, cheesy horror. Um, but it actually goes so cheesy that it becomes that B-horror movie. And it's actually enjoyable how crazy it gets. Um, they do a good job in the... Um, trailer of like um not showing you the ending and like or what is actually causing all this horror and um where it goes it's crazy um but it was super enjoyable like um i wasn't expecting it at all but i ended ended up really liking it um it is compared to another movie um and i have not seen this movie for years so i was like might as well just watch it I watched Basket Case, which is oh, about yeah. um, brothers, um, but they were joined together, Siamese twins, joined together, like, um, the one of the brothers didn't fully develop, he's just, like, kind of a growth, like, on the side of his um, body, and so their, uh, their mom dies during childbirth, and the dad just hates, like, he's just like this is abomination and so he gets a doctor to split them apart um but this just causes all kinds of um trauma to them and so the the one that wasn't fully developed becomes murderous and um he's just like he's just so mad like he just starts murdering murdering everything and everyone um so that's the story um Oh, he keep the brother keeps them in a basket because to hide them. I was, but I was gonna ask them them why is this called basket case? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, also, how is the one that didn't fully develop murdering people? Um, his little crossbow. In so, Ollie, he, he's just like pretty much a head with arms, and so Geodude. being hidden, hidden, yeah, exactly, <laughs> hidden in that basket. No one thinks of it, but like. He like just sneaks up on people and just like strangles them or just like <laughs> like um claws them to death. It it is funny. It's not like um super serious, but it, it is pretty good. Like the IMDB like trivia for this movie is like great because one of it is like there's this scene in the beginning when he's trying to get a hotel room and he's like it's gonna be like twenty five dollars a night and he's like he brings out this wad of cash and um the trivia is that. That was the whole budget for the movie. It was just like this little <laughs> wad of cash of twenties, and the, so 
it's a really low budget uh movie but it, it was a guy that really wanted to make this movie um i think the the trivia for his idea of this movie was pretty good i can't remember I did, the only one i wrote wrote down was the um the one about the water cash because i'd like people to go read it because it's pretty cool um the only thing um few things i would talk about in the movie was um there's parts where it's really kind of slow and a lot of like older older horror movies do this where there's like the non like scary parts are just slow as heck mm-hmm. and so you're just like get back to the killing and the scary and you're just like <laughs> um the scene when they're like um doing the surgery on the brothers there are some disgusting sounds in that scene that it's just, <laughs> like it's just a scalpel <clears throat> going through the flesh and it's just like and you're just like, geez, I don't think it'd be that loud. <laughs> and then um, when they're younger, after the surgery, um, the the not fully developed um, brother makes up this plan to kill the dad. And it's so elaborate when the whole time he's just been like clawing people and like choking them out. Yeah. He like he like takes them to the basement, and so he could like fall in front of this saw. I was like, why it's so elaborate, dude? Like I guess he just had to he had to learn his way, I guess. Yeah, you gotta have a poetic, elaborate way to kill the people you really want to kill. True. But yeah, it's not a bad movie. Um it's pretty good. Um there's a lot of stuff I forgot because it's been so long since I've seen it. Um the last movie I watched was Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Um when this came out, I really wanted to watch it, and just for some reason, I never got around to it. And uh, of course, it's based on those um, that uh, series of books. Um, I don't know the author; I forgot to look it up. But it's just like scary stories for kids, and the art is like super like horrifying. So in this movie, there's one creature that's that the design is great, and it, it looks good on film too. And it's weird because the next monster is terrible. It's like this kind of CG slash um, practical effect. But I think the face is always CG, so it's just terrible the way it looks. Um, And then, um, I don't know, it's just... If I was like 12, I'd really like this movie. But as like a 30-year-old man, I'm just like, this is dumb. This isn't that scary. There was one cool, scary, like, monster, but the other ones are terrible. But but it's sad, because you can see the potential, so there is a sequel in production, so I'm hoping that it'd it'd do a lot better, but this one is just, like, okay. And then some of the child actors are really good, and some of the child actors are just, like, you could have tried a little harder on that take. Um, How old is this? Uh, this is about like three years old. Oh, okay, never mind. Close. I have this. Uh, I, I, I saw this movie on TV, like part of a movie, but I've never known what it is ever since then. And it's like this kid. You might know. It's this kid. This lady's gonna like cook him. And he to distract her. Huh? Okay. Then hands on Gretel. Yeah, it's, it is a I, kind of idea. But to distract her, he's telling her these stories, and it, it's like. Uh-huh. Enough to prolong her from cooking him. What is that called? Is that trick or treat? That actually sounds like it might be right, but 
Was there a little pumpkin dude? Oh God, I didn't even see the whole movie. I don't even. I do not oh. remember. There was. There's this moment that horrified me when I was younger. Like, there's. He's. I think it's the second story he tells, and basically he comes across this like gargoyle thing, and the gargoyle thing like lets him live as long as he promises never to tell anyone about the gargoyle thing, and then that is something. I yeah, what and then is he, that? he ends up like dating this girl, and I think it can't, he might even. <laughs> So weird. I, I think he might even have married her. And then he finally, one day, he has all these drawings that he did of this monster. And he finally reveals it to this girl. And she's freaked out, you know, naturally. And she's like, she kind of like goes into the corner. And she's like, he's like, I'm sorry. I just, I feel like I had to tell you, you know, we're in a relationship, whatever. And she turns, she turns around and tells him, you promised you'd never tell anyone. She turns into the gargoyle and then eats that, him or something. Dude, that is so familiar. <laughs> no, what is that? Scared the crap her? out of me when I was young, and ever since then, I'm like, "What was that movie? Is that a Clive Barker movie?" I don't know. I remember Alex but coming you... in after he watched this, and he's like trying to describe this gargoyle <laughs> woman eating a man, and I'm like. Why are you what he's like it's the scariest thing I've, I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I have was, seen that movie. I don't know what what oh. is that movie? Yeah. <laughs> I was so scared because you know she turns around, she's like, You promised you'd never tell anyone, and it, and then she starts changing. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Is that that one Halloween movie that doesn't actually have Michael Myers in it? Remember that one? No, you guys got to figure this out for Alex so we can put <laughs> That's to the rest movie for the next Gargoyle time. Man. That's yeah, the movie for... <laughs> we should definitely, definitely watch this around Halloween because uh, because <laughs> I've never actually put any effort into looking into online what this movie is. I just mm -hmm. always think or I think about it. And I'm like, what is that movie? Yeah, it sounds so familiar. I just can't. It's gonna bug it. me all day. Yeah, I know. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Thanks I'll, a lot. <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up after this and try and figure it out. But we should definitely watch it because that horrified me when I was little. Okay. Well, uh, I think that's all we got for this time. Do you guys got anything else? Nope. Okay. No, so we're gonna go and try to figure out what this movie is, Alex, <laughs> and maybe review it for October. So. Uh, <laughs> Jared, why don't you get the last word on this one? Uh, that is good stuff. <laughs>